this last week has probably been my most testing time. I've just had loads of um, shit customers and uh, returns all all at once. It seemed. Yeah. Have you been busy this week, or is it quiet and down a bit? Well, that's it. Like I had my record month last month, so I guess I sold loads, and then with it comes those shit at the same time. I suppose. Yeah. If if you're gonna sell loads, there's more chance of them coming back, isn't there? Same here, mate. We had like best month ever. But this week, it feels like it's just dropped off a cliff. Yeah, yeah, S- similar story for me, really. I'm just glad that I didn't buy too much, like pay too much for stock yeah. at the auction. I mean, I bought, made a few bad buys last month, but it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like I made 10 to 15 bad buys. It was like just yeah. two or three. I think a lot of people are going to be sat on stock that they've paid far too much for. Which is silly because if I look at the last 30 cars I've sold, average profit, net profit is about grand. But then you look at what I've got in stock currently, it's more like, so it tells me that I've bought correctly because if I'd followed suit, the average profit in each unit that I've got in stock would be lower than what I've sold because I've panic bought. But yeah, looking at this, it's, um, it's a little bit more. Obviously, I might need to reduce them to get them gone. So it might end up evening out to yeah. what I've sold recently. But yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's really good, that, though, to get a net profit of a grand. Like, after that, after that you mean? Yeah. 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 Is, is that with your, your repair costs as well off as well? Yes, everything that's out brilliant. of that. I think that, honestly, I think that's really good because if I've got my, uh, I've just got my spreadsheet now. That's the last 27 that I've sold. It's netted um, 1,037. That's brilliant. That's really good. Have you got an average thing that you can do? I just just highlight the sales and see what it says for average at the bottom there. Right, right. I see what you mean. See, mine, right, I'm going to last month. Record month, brilliant. Yeah. But my average was net, I'd say, 900. Yeah, seven hundred to nine hundred. That's what it would. I mean, there was a couple there that was like twelve hundred, eleven hundred. But yeah, most of them were like seven to eight hundred, which is yeah. But if you look at time and stock, probably a lot lower than what mine is. Right, right. I see what you mean. So were you you saying that there's some stock I've got flipping heck? Last month I got rid of some stock that I'd had since February. Yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. That's what oh. I mean. Like you're turning it a lot quicker than me, I expect. No matter what, you always think everyone else is doing better than you. you think it, it, grass is always green. That's not a bad thing because it means, it means you're more determined to do well, right? It keeps you going, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely, okay. Definitely. You've, you've, got to keep, you've got to keep a track of this as well because if, if, if you yeah, don't. Yeah, it's good to see. Yeah, definitely. It keeps you motivated, motivated doesn't it? But then this month, I'd be my first ever where I'd done like three grand profit in a car. Oh my God. Was, yeah, I was over the moon with that. I was absolutely buzzing. And then That's since. Quality. Yeah, yeah. And then since that sale, it's, it's, it's just, well, it's like this job. It's a feast and a famine, isn't it? Yeah, big time. Yeah, that's the only one annoying thing about it. What, what have you had come back on you then this month? Um, smart car. So it's my first disaster with a smart car because right. i reckon i've got quite lucky up to now because they can be quite compl- complicated the ship gearboxes but 
Um, yeah, was it, was it that blue one you had on Instagram? <laughs> no, it was um, it was a black one that I sold in lockdown. You know, you got all these um, ad- these bits of advice from logistics saying you know you need to tell them they can return it in two yeah. weeks for a full refund or rest of it, and you're thinking, oh God, really? Because that's just going to invite yeah. a refund, surely. But actually, with the distant sale that I did with this geezer, I actually followed logistics advice and let him know that he can return it in two weeks for a refund even if he doesn't like it basically because that stops him being able to return it pretty much for any reason within a year doesn't it if i yeah if i give yeah calls. if you get past them two weeks you're laughing aren't you yeah so it's just like back to normal basically after those two weeks and anyway yeah he kicked up a stink after about week six he's like oh gearbox isn't working right or something and i was like, all right well let's have a video call and um, we'll see what's going on. Didn't hear from him. Roll on like month three or yeah. month four. And he's like, Alex, there's a problem with the gearbox, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, yes. I put it into a specialist because no one else is going to know what they're doing. And is it, is it like miles away or is it not too far? Yeah, it is. It's like a couple hours in Gloucester, which isn't oh, very good. Okay. It's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, you're not in control of it. So... Yeah. They're basically racking up a bill, and last I heard, they're no closer to diagnosing it and fixing it. So, last time I checked, it was at like 700 quid, 800 <laughs> quid. I've not okay. even fixed it, and it's only a three and a half grand car. So, yeah, he's chasing me. He's like, When are you gonna give me the money back? And I was like, Look, I've already told you it's once I've seen the car and appraised it. Yeah, until then, I can't give you anything, and I hope you understand because, yeah, they want to refund you anyway. So, yeah. you have yeah. to work with me here, buddy. Yeah. He's like, yeah. oh, right, well, we're down to one car. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, but you tried. You're not going to leave him in the lurch, are you? You're still helping him out. Yeah, that's right. I've been trying to help him out throughout the whole of it. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I want to swap it. And I was like, all right, well, he's like, oh, you've got no cars, though, in budget. I was like, Mike, I've got 10 cars under three and a half grand. Like, yeah. if you can't find something like that lot, he's like, oh, no, there's nothing she likes. I'm like, oh, right, okay. Yeah. yeah. You have to bear you, with me. Yeah. It wouldn't matter if you had 100 cars. No. Besides, no. there wouldn't be one in there. There isn't a Fiat 500 there, so she's not interested. Yeah. Oh, is right, that automatic okay. as well? Yeah. Yeah. His, um, yeah. Yeah. Auto, the smart. Yeah. But that was that one. And then um, had a Jaguar XF. Oh, she, she turned up with a face like a smacked ass when she came to look at it. And I was like, <laughs> lovely thing. It was literally gorgeous few marks on the wheels but yeah. 08 play xf premium luxury you know all the toys and all the rest of it they just didn't look like they wanted to be here um so try not to let it get to me and um they asked about the uh, mot and does it have an emissions printout and i was like well yeah probably let me go inside and get it for you and lo and behold of course it didn't have one so i was like oh, okay well i can always try and get hold of the mot station and she said yeah. well yeah because the thing is if it hasn't got that alex basically the whole car is pretty much useless i was like oh okay do you want to enlighten yeah. me on this yeah anyway i said look tell you what why don't i mot it and i'll get an emissions print out you have a 12 months mot and an emissions print out yeah. oh you'd do that would you i was like oh well, yeah for the sake of 30 quid i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah. get a deal done aren't i you know yeah. there's, there's nothing nothing wrong with it i'm not i've got nothing to hide here um, anyway, put some fuel in it. They came over to pick it up. Um, they said, oh, how does the fuel cap work? I was like, well, I've just fueled it. So just press it and it pops back out towards you. Of course, doesn't work, does it? Oh, God. Because uh, they're already, 
they're already um, looking for something that's wrong. Uh, even from yeah. the moment I met them, it was like, what's wrong with this Jaguar sort of thing? Yeah. Um, so I've, I've kind of come over the first hurdle with the emissions thing. Now the fuel cap and it's like, right, okay, no worries. I'll get it sorted out. Give you a shout when it's done. Booked it in with a local specialist. Paid through the nose to get it done. Didn't care. Want to get this deal done, you know. Got it back nice and quick. Here you go. Come over. Anyway, when they're rolling out, I said to him, I said, what are you going to do with your old Merc? And he's like, well, she's probably going to, you know, hold on to it for a while. Just, you know, till she settles into this one. And I thought, hang on a minute. Yeah. The reason you're going to hang on to that Merc is because you're going to throw this car back at me if you don't get on with it. I could see it coming. Yeah. So lo and behold, give it two days, get a phone call, knew what was coming. Alex, um, aircon's warm. Thought you said it was regassed. Yeah, it has been regassed because the invoice got done like two weeks ago. Anyway, I said, look, I'm not in this for a hoo-ha. I can't be asked. Call this garage. I'll tell them you're coming. Get it diagnosed and we'll take it from there. Yeah. Um, and uh, and he's like, all right, well, can I come bring it down? I was like, bring it down if you want, but there's nothing I can really do with it. I'll just check that it's not working and whatever. Um, I was like, why? Do you just want to? just want your money back? Because at the moment, I can't be asked for this. Is what I'm yeah. thinking. And he said, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just want it fixed, Alex. And I thought to myself, well, you know what? I don't even want to fix it. I can't be asked with you. You're a nightmare. Yeah, you don't need them in your life, do you? No, I'm just too busy. It's like the busiest month ever in five years, and I don't need this. Um, so I was like, look, just I text him. I was like, look, just take it to the garage. They'll fix it. Um, but he, he's already set off. He's ignored my text, and he's come all the way down to me. And he turns <laughs> up, and I was like surprised to see him. I thought, well, I text you to say, go, you know. Yeah. Uh, I said, tell you what, leave the car here. You're here with the missus. I'll fix it. When it's fixed, I'll let you know. Come pick it up. I'll pay for it. Whatever it is. Compressor, condenser, regas, don't care. I'm just going to get it done for you and let you know when it's ready. Yeah. Well, actually, Alex, um, we've been thinking about it. And actually, we'd like a refund if, if that's okay. You know, uh, Alex, like, we just lost confidence in the car. And, you know, it was first it was a fuel cap and now it's this and yeah. we're just thinking i said so it, you've lost confidence in the car because the air con no longer blows ice cold Shall we, can, can we just clarify this yeah you know because it was the first thing and now it's this thing and look, shall we yeah shall we just nip inside we can get this refund done real quick and then yeah. um you can be on your way <laughs> oh, 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 you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't mind. You, you, you sure? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Come on, come on in. We'll get this done, you know, nice and quick. And you can, because at that point, I was, I was either going to swear at the bloke or, um, well, I don't know what I was going to do. I was just about to lose it. So um, the refund was possibly the quickest way out of it. Yeah. And because it was obviously the worst scenario for me, I didn't actually care. I just wanted to get this whole thing over with. Yeah. Um, so yeah that's back with me now it's advertised for a couple hundred quid more and actually listed with default i've just said aircon's not cold yeah yeah not gonna fix it yeah but i mean what, what what year is it the 08 58 oh yes yeah, so it's, it's pretty old yeah and so yeah or condensers i mean the, the compressor condens- you can get one on ebay used for like 50 quid yeah 
Um, brand new Chinese condensers are like 70, 80 quid. I've already looked it up. Obviously, you can need a regas in that for, for 40 yeah. plus fat, of course. But um, I'll weigh it up. If I think the customer's a decent bloke and he's not going to give me a load of hassle yeah. afterwards, yeah. he makes comment on it. That's it. And that's it. That's what will probably happen. The next customer will come along, and it'll be it'll be just a breeze. And you'll have thought, oh, I wish he, it was him that had bought it the last one. Um, and sometimes that's why it's just better to just give them the money Ref- back, isn't it? Which, refund it and wait for that next decent bloke to turn. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I've already had Charles get hold of me, a lovely bloke via eBay, saying, "Are you open on Sunday? I'm really keen. Seen the video. Want to come and have a look at it." And I can only assume that he's read the advert properly to see that yeah. it says AC and don't work. Yeah. Um, but of course, you should never assume. But then since then, I had some old boy turn up yesterday saying, can I come around tomorrow at two o'clock? And yeah. he's got a perler of uh, O2 plate, Volvo convertible done 50,000, which I'm sure I'm going to offer him not, a lot, not a lot for. Yeah. Um, so I reckon by the end of the week, I'll have it sold for more yeah. money. Exactly. 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 You could could have been wasting all your time getting it fixed and it's just not worth it. I always think just yeah, 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 getting stressed out, going down a bit of a rabbit hole. Is it done yet? Is it fixed yet? No. Yeah. Well I'm not I'm not trying to uh Tommy Top yeah. But I think I've had (laughs) not not a better one, but probably the most unbelievable uh warranty claim in in all the years that I've done it this week. (laughs) So, um, basically, it was last October, and we got this Par X in. It was a Peugeot 206 SW or something. It's like a little... um, State, yeah. Yeah, but it was on an 08 plate. It was, like, majorly old, but it it had, like, 90,000 on. Yeah. Sort of an end-of-life sort of car yeah, really yeah. You know, put an MOT on it it's nice cheap and cheerful we'd had it yeah. up at 2295 for ages and I thought you know bugger it just put it at 1500 quid oh my god you love a good old get rid slash of the price don't you yeah. off. <laughs> sometimes I'll see them, I just I, I just don't want to look at them anymore you know that's it you've had it, yeah. about it and then I just I'm, I, yeah I throw my toys out at the pram I'm like right let's just get it gone and uh this lady rang, she was lovely. She was really nice. She come and had a look at it. Yeah. And um, it needed MOT. Uh, I put wheel bearing on it. So yeah. by the time she bought it, I think I'd spent about 1,700 quid on it. And then when oh, she my. drove it away, there was something else wrong with it. I, I've actually got the invoice what she sent us. And I spent <sighs> another 200 quid on it. So, so that took it like... To, I was probably losing money on it. Yeah. Um, so this is in October. So I've done the decent thing. I've sorted her out and all that. She's happy as Larry. Yeah. And yesterday, uh, I thought it was the day before, I get, I get this email. Uh, and I'm like, bloody hell, this is a long email. What's this all about? Yeah, God. I'm thinking, Didn't read it. Peugeot 308 SW sold in October 2019. And then it's a big long list of all the problems with it since she's had the car. Oh yeah, probably. But not when you bought it, love. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised she didn't ask me to fill it up for her with fuel. Uh, and then at the end of it, she said, um, because, you know, the Consumer Rights Act and all that, uh, yeah. we, are, we expect to be reimbursed 
of the original purchase price. Of Where does it say that in the Consumer Rights Act? <laughs> yeah, £1,495. So I'm like... What? That she, wants a, she wants the full money back. Um, she wants a full refund? Yeah. <laughs> Eight months after, I think. Eight months is. on? Yeah. For a £1,500 car. All right. Uh, that is just, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. So I sent her an email back saying, do you oh know what? God. Yeah, it's fine. We'll, we'll give you a refund. But obviously, what? yeah, well, the thing is, but you've got to consider um, uh, mileage, haven't you? So, well, yeah, so she's, she's due back the, the, the grand royal total amount of zilch now, isn't she? Based yeah, on the fact she's done 7,000 miles. Uh, well, it works out. I think the average is like forty-three p, p per mile. You know, when you yeah. buy so whatever they've done, uh, mileage times forty-three p per mile. And I think she's nothing. I think she's done nearly ten thousand miles. What? So she's going to owe me a bit of money, isn't she? So how does she? How does she take that? I don't. I haven't had a reply yet. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> she probably had a heart attack. I know. Yeah. So. Hopefully I won't hear from her again, but it's just ridiculous. I, I just couldn't, couldn't believe it. You know, she's had a car, £1,500 car, and I'd already spent X amount on it. You know? She's lucky to get eight months out of it, isn't she, if it's 1500 quid? Yeah, definitely. But this is, this is the life we've chosen, isn't it? This is what The thing is, this really winds me up. So they've seen my reviews, they've seen your reviews. Why didn't they pick up the phone and say, look, I've got a problem with this car, I've just had a quote of 500 quid to do a radiator. Yeah. And if they had called you in a reasonable tone, all friendly, saying, look, it's fine apart from that, I've been loving it, you'd say, look, I'll tell you what, workshop I use, give them a call, I'll tell them you're going to call so they'll be prepared to hear from you. Yeah. I'll get the parts, it's going to cost me 85 quid for the bits and an hour and a half labour. Yeah. Um, it's going to cost 175 quid plus that. There you go, I've just saved you 330 quid. Exactly. or whatever it was exactly you know, and it, it's just in the way they do it if they come to you all guns blazing want refund you're going to tend to piss off aren't you yeah yeah definitely because oh, you just want a, you just want a nice i mean i don't think there is a, a an easy you don't have an easy life that's that's not you know there's ups and downs but if someone like say comes to you like that you just want to help them out don't you but yeah. when they, they come to you like say all oh, guns blazing the last thing you want to do is album. Yeah. And, um, she did say, oh, we spent £2,000 on this car in repairs, which, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't think I've spent £2,000 on a, a car unless no. it's like major, major. So I think really she's probably been ripped off by the mechanic more than anything. Yeah, scaring her. Yeah. That's yeah. what happened with the smart cars. I put it into the garage down the road and they said, well, it's going to need a new actuator, new clutch. You know, and these smart cars, it's 1,200 quid. And I was yeah. like, right, I'm going to stop you there. New actuator is 170. Yeah. You get it programmed again, that'd be like 40 quid plus that. Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, oh that's just what he's saying. Yeah. All yeah. right, okay. Uh, and, and a lot of people always take the word of that mechanic. Yeah. Over to what you're yeah. saying, which is a yeah. bit can be a bit annoying. But it doesn't happen all the time, does it? it it's, no, of course it, not, yeah. it, You know, it is... Like my mate, I would say it's just uh, another ripple in the pond of success. It's just what you... <laughs> That's a very positive spin on it, David. Yeah, you've just got to... You must have had a good week. Yeah, you've just got to keep going. That's what you've got to keep doing. Yeah. 
yeah, they, this podcast, so what I wanted to do with like the topic about was like mistakes you've made. Yeah. Um, mistakes that have turned into like positives mm. um, any recent mistakes what, what's your most recent mistake you've you've done like say uh, in the last month recent mistake no i think looking back rather than currently skirting around the question somewhat i know but um i should have just gone a bit more um got a bit more involved earlier on i should have just gone for it i remember my friend came in from work and i asked him one day i was like do you reckon i should get like an eighth or ninth car in stock. Yeah. And he was like, well, have you got the money for it? And I said, yeah, if I spend two or three grand on one. He's like, well, I don't really know why you've asked me that because, yeah, obviously. And I was like, oh, okay. It's just that I'm a bit worried, you know, whether I'll be able to, you know, cope with the extra numbers and stuff. Um, yeah. Fast forward uh, four years, I've now got 28 in stock and it's still just me. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I should have just took the ball by the horns really and just gone in deep yeah. early on and um spent every penny i had that's definitely that's no, 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 i think yeah same with me i've been in the past two when i look back like to have come like we both come like really far in five years yeah but i always look back i think oh god i've been a bit too cautious if yeah. i just done that and i'm sure in 10 years time we'll both look and think oh god why didn't i just do that you know but hindsight's a, a, yeah. a wonderful thing but as well when you first started as well you probably didn't have that confidence what you've got now because no not at all zero it, experience at the time yeah, yeah. and, and, and another thing back as well definitely i mean another thing what i think as well when you first start the thing that you well two things you're more scared of is like losing money yeah. and and dealing with warranty claims like yeah we're talking about these warranty claims now where you, you know you won't lose any sleep over it but in the beginning you know that's like your biggest fear isn't it yeah big time comebacks yeah 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 where at the end of the day worst thing is you've just got to give them the money back and then you resell it and that's yeah and if you think about that as a bigger picture that's not actually a bad thing you no. know like i'm trying to prove with this car i've got it at the moment taking it back in refotoed it put the money up the bigger picture is that I'll probably sell it this week for more money to yeah. a nicer customer. So yeah. these yeah. worst case scenarios don't always have to be horrendous. It's just when you're caught up in the moment when you're dealing with it, which is fair enough. It's hard to hard to see the bigger picture, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, definitely. And you keep thinking and, and you think in your head, you always think worst case scenario when really yeah. that's the, the scenario that's least going to happen possibly. Yeah. Most likely. But, and then what mistake would you say over the years that you've kept making, like you constantly make, and you think, bloody, I can't believe I've just done that again. Again, yeah, it's, uh, it's checks. So checks when I'm buying a car, it's like the basic stuff. Um, you know, I think we were going to have this podcast a couple of weeks back, and so it's been fresh in my mind, really, to, to be a bit more thorough when I'm buying and then quite literally, David, like just days after we were going to have our podcast and the thought crossed my mind about being a bit more thorough, I found myself on BCA online and, um, and like I spotted this Polo GTI on there. And uh, I didn't really spend too much time um, looking at it because I'd only seen it when it was like 10, 12 lots away. So I had enough time to do the basic checks, like um, working out the price. And that was pretty much it. And I didn't check the MOT history. 
Yeah. I didn't check to see whether any history was listed with it or not. Um, and next thing you know, I bought this bloody Polo GTI and uh, no history and uh, a whack of advisories just a couple of months ago. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. why have I just done that? Yeah. Why have I done that? Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I, I literally was talking to myself about it yeah. just a few days before. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, that's something I've consistently, consistently done wrong. I've just kind of let myself get carried away. Not always with the price, but more so with like the provenance checks. Yeah, the diligence. Same, same here though, but I, I do that all the time. Uh, especially on the, you know, on, on BCA. It's just you get caught up in the moment, don't you? Yeah, you do. You get lured in with all the other good stuff. Yeah. You know, might, might have an MOT to sort of May next year, or um, it might look good, or it might be a grade one or two. And, yeah. and just that just kind of seems to override everything. Yeah. in your train of thought and you just got to bring yourself back down to earth and see the bigger picture when you're yeah. still staring at it outside yeah. after two months and think oh well there you go it's because i was an idiot yeah and I and did, it. had you paid too much for it or uh no i i i mean if it had gone any higher than what i paid for it then it would have been a bit of a waste of time but it pushed me right to the limit on the price yeah so that wasn't great i could have stole it if it went for a bit less but wasn't so bad um, but actually, every cloud's got a silver lining. I was with the customer the other day. He was looking at it, and um, he said, what's this bit of loose plastic trim in the glove box? I thought, oh, God, that's not very professional. And genuinely, I have no idea. What the hell is it? I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, and beneath it, there was like a, little, um, like a little lever. And I was like, well, that's in the glove box. There's nothing beneath the glove box, is there? Yeah. But on these polos, there is. So I pulled it up, and it's like a secret cubbyhole. And... Um, it was the bloody. It was only the bloody leather handbook with all the manuals. And oh, service, the service history, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, winning. <laughs> it was literally, as I was rummaging around in there, um, the dad said, "When was the last time it was serviced?" Yeah. I said, "Well, let me just uh, find out for you." <laughs> I it was like fully rehearsed, but no, I was completely lucked in and found. And did it have full history? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, um, isn't that like the best feeling ever? Oh, it was like it's like you've the jackpot. Yeah, it's like car dealer's version of hitting the jackpot on the lottery. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, like every year, uh, I think it one year it was even serviced twice, which is oh, bonkers considering this car is eight years old and only done forty two thousand. Yeah. Um, last service in twenty eighteen, and he's like, "All oh, right, so last service two years ago," and I thought. Mm, yeah okay fair one but then i looked at the oil filter because on these yeah. 1.8 tsis tfsis the oil filter was right at the top of the engine and yeah. i was like well look at that oil filter it's got a manufacturing date stamp of november 19 so i can't imagine it yeah. was serviced with that new oil filter before november because they didn't they built it in november so it's probably been serviced in march this year april something yeah. like that he's all oh, right very good very good and i thought yeah yeah, very good. Ten, well, ten minutes before, he, he was going to have a look at it with no service history. Yeah, literally no history, and they were <laughs> going to walk off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. I'll tell you what another good one is, where uh, as, as car dealers we, we love, is when um, last week yeah. I'd had this Fiesta, I had it for ages, mm. and again, I'd just cut the price down, and uh, this girl turned up with a mum and dad, it was an automatic, yeah. really low mileage. They're looking yeah. round it. They love it. 
we've just got to go home and, and, and just just work out our figures. We'll, we'll, we'll come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. No problem. No pressure. Yeah. And I came back. Had another look. And oh. it was right. We've, we've just got to go back, sort out the insurance, and oh. you know, da, 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 and all this. Then. Uh, the dad rang up on the afternoon and he said, oh, I, I can't come down, but I'll be down first thing in the morning. I went, that's okay, you, you'll come down first thing in the morning, no rush, no pressure. I had I said, you this. know, if you put a deposit down, that'll secure it. And then uh, that afternoon, this chap who'd already bought a car from us last year, yeah. he turned up with his wife, oh, we're after a little automatic, blah, blah, blah. We need it on finance as well. I thought, oh, I've got Brilliant. this lovely little fiesta. A little fiesta, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's beautiful. We love it. So they take it for a test drive, come back to a finance proposal, all that malarkey. Yep, Yep, we'll have it. Brilliant. So put the sold sign in the car. The other chap, he turns up nine o'clock morning and he just turns up and he's like, it's sold. What do you mean it's sold? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm really sold. You didn't want to reserve it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you do it. But that feeling, you know, when the, it's just such a good feeling, isn't it? Yeah, you can't. Told you so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you don't want to say that, but because things yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to push them into putting a a, a, a deposit down. No, I hate pushy salesmen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Same. And and then when that happens, oh, it's just beautiful. It really is a nice feeling. Didn't have anything else to offer them. No, I see. That's another thing I struggle with. That uh, if I say, oh, well, look, we've got this lovely car over here, just. Like, oh, it's not the right colour. Uh, There's something yeah. not right about it, you know. I don't. Yeah. What about yourself? Do you, do you tend to get people into other cars? No, I think that's an old school salesman technique, isn't it? Like you used to be able to do that if you had a four quarter of a hundred, a Ford main dealer probably. But yeah, it's very difficult for us. He's got such a vast array of different stuff. It's just so difficult to find that car, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, the, probably the other one that we had was near to what they wanted, just probably a grand more too expensive as well. Yeah. So, you know, you're just coming up against that. If people, it's funny when people ring up and they go, oh, I'm after a car, what have you got in? Oh, just, You've been on the website, they're all there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're all there. So, <laughs> um, I'd say my biggest recent mistake, though, about two or three weeks ago, and I don't know about you, you know, if you haven't had something to eat, do you get all a yeah. bit jittery and a bit... I just get really short-tempered. Yeah. Like, I feel like everything and anyone around me is basically stopping me from eating because they're interrupting me, and all I want to do is go to Tesco or go to the fridge and eat. But they're calling me or messaging me, asking me questions, and I just got propensity to, like, snap sometimes or give short, short answers. Yeah, it's like everyone seems to ring just as though you're about to have your dinner. Yeah. (laughs) It's odds law. And uh, I, I, know, I have some nuts. I have like a, a little box of nuts with me. So if anyone does turn up, I'll have some nuts just to give me that, that like energy. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, it, and it does, it works. Honestly, it does, it works. But I'm, I'm like really bad for, if I, if I don't have my dinner by a certain time, I get all like jittery and stressed out. Yeah. And uh, we went to collect a, a BMW from, it was about an hour away. And we went at half 11. So I thought, right, we're going to get, it was an hour away, so we're going to get there at half 12. It'll take 10, 15 minutes to get the car. I can get something to eat. But obviously, you know, you get stuck in a bit of traffic. Chap I bought it from, having a right good chitty chat and all that. And the next day, I'm, we're not leaving there till like half one. 
and I haven't had anything to eat. So then, oh, no. <laughs> and then it's like, just get me home, just get me. I didn't want to like pull over at the services. I should have just pulled over. And we kept back to the pitch at about half two. And I'm in that much of a rush. I'm not jittery. I'm just rushing around like a blue ass fly. We've got like three bollards outside the, the pitch. Yeah. Uh, so you've got, say, the three out. And then you open the gate. But obviously, because I'm in a rush, I thought, well, I'll just take the two bollards out and leave that one there because I'm in a rush. Opened up the gates, and then as I open up the gates, someone rings me. So obviously yeah. I'm jittery. Someone's rang me. I'm in a rush. Put the phone down after I've spoke to whoever it is. Completely forgot that the bollard is still stuck in the floor and oh. just drive the car straight into the bollard. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> mine was one of the things. That's it. You've got to eat, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> And then the worst it was, because I was like, bloody hell. And then I pulled it into the pitch and I actually drove it. Well, I just touched another car. I actually clipped another car. So I'd done a double. Oh, no. Double bubble, honestly. But I heard this saying this week and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to live by that saying now. So when you're in a rush and that, you always make mistakes, don't you? Yeah. And they cost you, it costs you money. But if you just slowed down. Yeah. Just a little bit. Exactly. So this, is, this was the saying, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. I like it. Beautiful, isn't it? Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. Have, have you done anything like that? Have you smashed any Yeah, I've managed cars? to, yeah. I managed to s- smash three cars up at once. Had them all parked in a line. Um, I was backing the DSG or S-Tronic, whatever you want to call it, Audi TT, into the garage. And there's a couple of cars behind it. And um, for some weird reason, I thought instead of using my right foot to switch between brake and accelerator, I thought I'd use my left foot. Because <laughs> I wanted to get my right foot out of the car yeah. so I could then look round more to see how close I was to reversing up against the 911 part behind it. Um, and for some reason... I, it was in reverse, and my left foot was coming off the brake ever so slightly, and yeah. then my left foot was going back on the brake, just so I could get real close. And then for some reason, my left foot slipped. So, of course, when your left foot slips on the brake and it's in reverse, it's just going to keep edging back. Yeah. So then I panicked my foot came off the brake my right foot came back into the cabin and i slammed my right foot down as hard as i could so it would break soon as and my right foot landed on the accelerator oh my god so there you go i was literally ramming this 911 behind me as hard as i possibly could (laughs) relentlessly until i realized what the hell was going on with my right foot and um, this TT basically tried to mate the front end of this 911 and there was, it basically rode up the front bumper um, and pushed it into the bonnet. It was an absolute nightmare. And then that was parked in front of a C63 AMG, um, which kind of dislodged the grill in the front bumper. I don't think it marked it too bad, but it knocked the grill out because it just knocked back into it. Yeah. So yeah, my three most expensive cars at the time just screwed and in one moment of madness how much did it cost you to fix all that up though um i got away with a c63 i was just um 
half hour labor getting that grill fitted in correctly again and fixed. Uh, the 911 was front end repaint and the TT was rear bumper um, fix and repaint and a new bracket and brake light, reverse light. So it could have been a lot worse, but I felt like a right dick at the time. I had yeah. to just, um, I think just left all the keys in the cars and went inside and forgot about it that night. That's what you've got to do, haven't you? You've got to think, it, it's been done. It was like when I drove in that bollard. Yeah. It's like, right, it's happened. There's nothing you can do about it now. Yeah. You've just got to like, just move just on. Self, do yeah, move else. on. Just yourself down and then just, because uh, you know, the thing is, it's going to happen again, isn't it? <laughs> in this job, it's like, it's going to happen. Yeah. Guaranteed. It's yeah. like the, uh, the mechanics next door, uh, Bev, who uh, owns the garage, she was laughing her head off. She's like, oh, I cannot believe you've drove into the bollard, you absolute banana. Anyhow, yesterday, she drove her Range Rover into the wall. <laughs> so it's like, it's not, I mean, I wasn't like rubbing it in. I was like, oh, it, you know, it's just these things happen and it's going to happen again and again. Yeah. And yeah. Just got to, you've just got to try and forget about it, fix it, and just move on, haven't you? Instead yeah. of beating yourself up about it, because that's not going to do anything. And, uh, so what, have you had any like big mistakes that have turned into a positive? Because they always say there's like a silver lining, isn't there? Mm. Well, I suppose the one in uh, Swansea, where I got the train to Swansea to get this, um, this old Corsa, and um, yeah, just didn't do my checks properly, just whizzed it around the block. Bloke didn't meet me at the train station. He met me at the train station and didn't meet me at his house. It was a private guy. So that was a bit odd. It was pissing me rain. So obviously I couldn't see any imperfections. I just wanted to get home. I'd already been on the train for God knows how long. And then, yeah, got back on the motorway. And before you knew it, um, oil pressure light comes on. Um, and, uh, yeah, engine was a write-off. Bloke wouldn't answer his phone. Ugh, just oh, saw me coming, know. probably. Yeah, um, yeah. Ever since then, always take the cars for more of an extended drive, especially if they're cold, um, just to run them up to temperature and yeah. just learn from it, really. If someone says, I'll meet at the train station, you know, alarm bells, yeah. like, yeah, why? Yeah. But I'm fine, thanks, mate. I'll just walk, walk or get a cab to your house. It's fine. Um, and if they are being sketchy, then take it for an even longer drive to satisfy yourself, you know? So, yeah, that that kind of put me put me straight for checking things over and that was very early days that I got caught out on that one so it was probably quite good that I got stung early yeah. on in a weird way yeah definitely definitely yeah it makes you uh more wary doesn't it and, and you should always listen to your gut shouldn't you yeah yeah because there's a reason for that yeah. and um your gut gets better gut instinct gets better the more you do it as well I think I um I always remember back in the beginning, I bought this Skoda Fabia mm. and um, it was just an absolute lemon. It had like cracked windscreen. Another one of my, one owner, full history, like, like you're saying with that, that GTI thing, you get, you get like sucked in, don't you? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was cracked wind, it needed a clutch in it. Oh, it needed, so nice. spend a fortune on it basically. What turned into a positive, the chap that bought it, for his son, he said, oh, um, 
my neighbours are selling their transporter and they've just got like, they've just put like a little sign in the front of it. They haven't got it yeah. advertised on the internet. Yeah. So why don't you go down and see if they want to sell it? So long story short, I went down. They went, oh, how much you want for it? He went, oh, it was up for two and a half grand. I went, will you take two? She was like, yeah, yeah, great. So they took two. Okay. And we sold it for like five and a half. Jesus. So if I hadn't bought that absolute shitter, I, yeah. I transport, I would have. So there's, you've just got to keep failing forward, haven't you? You've just got to keep yeah. the next one, the next one, because you don't know what's going to be, you know, a, a positive. You've just got to keep going. That's it. Keep trying new things and, and, and see if you can find the, the magic formula, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there is a magic formula. I think with this job, you've just got to keep. Nah, it's like a constant. It's yeah. a constant strive for the magic formula, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah, like. yeah. And you know when you get rid of all them cars that you've had for ages, you always yeah. think, right, the next ones I buy, it's not going to happen. It's nah, they're paying it's not for long. Like, they'll be just, you know, 25 days and gone. Yeah, but. and it never happens. And <laughs> it, uh, it's like, but the good thing with this job is like, if you do miss an opportunity, it's a bit like a, a bus, isn't it? There's, there's always another one coming around, isn't there? And yeah. uh, a lot of the time as well, I'm sure I've, I've dodged a lot of bullets as well. But you, you've definitely just got to have the right mindset, haven't you? You've just got to keep going. That's yeah, what... you've got to be pretty determined, for sure. Yeah. So, Alex, thanks for coming on the podcast. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, oh, brilliant. Thanks a lot for inviting me on again. It's been yeah. a pleasure. Good yeah. fun as always. Yeah, no probs, mate. I hope all your, your warranty claims go okay and it all works out in the end. Yes, don't we all? So hopefully nip those in the bud sooner rather than later. That's Thanks it. For that. That's what you've got to do. Just nip it in the bud straight away. Don't let it keep going on and on and on. Yeah. Just want it out your life, don't Get you? Get it boxed off and keep trucking on. Yeah.